Welcome to the Matters of Motherhood podcast, where business and motherhood meet. This is the place to get real about your business, find the balance of parenting, and have fun doing it. If you are ready to take your business seriously and move from hustle to freedom, then you have found your tribe. Join your host, email marketing strategist, techie guru, and Disney lover, Sabrina Budwell. Matters of Motherhood podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about being a productive mompreneur. Kai Hernandez is going to walk us through some of the steps that we can take on a daily basis to help us be productive in our businesses and in our lives as a mom. Having one kid at home already, she knows what it's like to have a little one on your lap while you're working. So if you are in the throes of being a mom to littles and running your business, this is the perfect podcast for you. So let's get started. Thanks for joining us here at the Matters of Motherhood podcast. I hope you got a ton out of today learning how to be more productive. And we would love to hear everything that you have to say about what you're using in your business right now in the comments below in the show notes. Next week, we're going to be talking. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Matters of Motherhood. I have Kai Hernandez here who is everybody's, every mom's dream. She's a productivity coach who works with online biz owners who are mamas working from home while raising their kids. So if most of you who are listening, you have little kids running around, we like to call them ankle biters or rugrats or whatever like that. Um, she's going to help us understand some really fantastic productivity hacks that we can use right now that are going to help us understand how to run our business better so we can be getting more done instead of just being busy. So Kai, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us about your business and why you got into this. Yeah. So I loved your intro. <laughs> um, a little bit about me. I, um, before having my daughter, I actually had a corporate career um, and I was slowly like making my way up the ranks. And honestly, I loved it. I was like a crazy workaholic at the time and it just felt so natural to me and it was something that was really fulfilling. Um, and then I got married and I got pregnant and I honestly, for like my entire pregnancy, I thought that I would just return to work. I imagined like driving to work, finding a daycare for my kid that was close by and just continuing with what I enjoyed at the time. But when I met my daughter, something just kind of like shifted. I don't, I think a lot of moms know exactly what I'm talking about, but something just changed and I couldn't imagine leaving her um, and, and going back to working. It just didn't seem like my heart was there anymore. Um, and my husband and I had like played around with the idea of having a business. We actually like launched a very tiny Etsy shop when I was pregnant because I think somewhere at the back of my mind, I kind of had this desire 
Um, but I just didn't really believe in myself at that time. I didn't have that purpose, that thing that was driving me to pursue it. And so once my daughter came, I think it all kind of came together <laughs> for yeah. me. Um, and so I just started, um, when I first started, so we had that like tiny little Etsy shop that we were doing and I started, um, a mom blog at the time just so that I was doing something. I was trying to put myself out there. Um, but that is not at all something that I was really like familiar with. I hadn't even really read many mom blogs. Um, and so slowly over a couple of months, I found myself kind of like shifting to using some of my corporate, um, like things that I had used in the corporate world to help me with working because as a new mom, I was getting like no sleep and I was, I had like very small amounts of time to try to work on this blog that I was trying to grow. Um, so I was able to find and implement some things that I kind of like learned in my corporate career and that I also learned as a psychology major um, into helping myself just work more efficiently for my business. And I noticed that a lot of other moms who were growing an online business from home were struggling with the exact same things. So I kind of just shared uh, what I was finding. And that's kind of how I stumbled upon what I'm doing today. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I think it's really cool how you have a baby and you're like, this is not part of my plan. Yeah. And a lot like my story, mm -hmm. uh, they put that baby on you and you're like, oh crap, now I have to stay home because I just love this little person yeah. so much. <laughs> There's no one better than me that can take care of this little person. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really cool that you were able to look at the situation and say, okay, what can I do? And um, you have such an interesting background, having psychology and having that corporate and also being a young mom who, you know, you weren't married for a whole long time. If I remember. No. We were married for like two weeks when we found out that we were pregnant. We had a honeymoon baby and it was not at all like part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. That 99.9% chance of birth control working. I'm sure that there are not moms that can raise their hand, me included, that it does not work as well as people think. So if you are a teenager and your mom is listening to this, just mm -hmm. take that into consideration. Birth control does not work. <laughs> not always anyway. Yeah. For me, it has never worked. So for those people that it does, I'm like, good for you. <laughs> okay, awesome. So how did becoming a mom change your career path besides deciding to start a business? Like, I'm sure you never thought about doing this when you were in your corporate job, but how did that change you in a way that's made you a better business person because of becoming a mom? I think it changed how I viewed, um, kind of like my career, my business in two separate aspects. So one is that before I was very much just focused on like the income, right? Cause it's a corporate job. I was working um, at like a parking place and parking was not like my calling or anything like that. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but being able to help other moms uh, live kind of like the life that they dreamed of working from home and the way that I work now, whenever my daughter is awake, I am not stressed about my business. I just spend time focusing on her. She's 
teething right now. And I know that you have those situations too, where it's like, oh my gosh, like just being a mom is stressful enough right now. I don't need another thing on top of this. I don't need to get frustrated with work and my home life. Like it's really helped me to kind of like see where other moms are coming from and how I can help them live this kind of like dream that they have. Um, a lot, even some of my, my coworkers who have had babies, they wish that they could stay home with their kids. You know, I think it's a desire for a lot of moms. Um, but a lot of, a lot of the time they just don't think it's realistic. Um, so I like that ability to, to realize that I'm helping somebody. I'm not just like working at a parking structure, <laughs> helping people park. Um, but I'm helping people who are, are real people who want to pursue something greater than themselves so that they can give something to their kids so that they can be there with their kids. Right. Um, and then I know I said there was another aspect to it. What am I thinking about? Oh, productivity side, what I teach people. Right. (laughs) So the other thing that it's taught me is when I was in my corporate career, I spent like eight plus hours a day working, but I was only really working for like two hours, maybe less than that, right? I was wasting a lot of time and I was doing things that weren't necessarily like useful to anybody, right? Some of it is like just wasting time on my end. And some of it is like corporate requirements that some businesses have. Um, and so as a, as a mom working from home, I realized after I got over like this huge stress of starting my business as a new mom, I realized that a lot of the things I was trying to do weren't really doing anything. Like there wasn't any purpose. There was no result, no positive result that was coming out of trying to do all of these things. I was doing things just to like be busy or even I would hear somebody talking about something. Um, Like, you know how when you're, when you're from home, you make a lot of friends who do the same things right? I'm sure you have many who are doing the same things or even like podcasting and you hear ideas from one another. And so you think like, oh, I should, I should try this out too. It's working for somebody else, but it has nothing to do with what your goals are for your business or what you're working on. So you kind of get like sidetracked and you start during this other path and you invest a lot of like time and energy in something that isn't really helping you at all. Um, And so as a mom, I really just wanted to spend time with my daughter and not be stressed out and be able to like focus on her, focus my positive energy. Yeah. For <laughs> right. <laughs> because I would get, when I first started, I would get really just like overwhelmed and frustrated. And sometimes I felt like I wasn't like being the best mom that I could be. Um, and so I kind of like had to take a step back and evaluate like, okay, what's the most important for my business? I have this time. What's the most important? And I'll just take care of those things. I won't worry about any little thing that I hear. I won't worry about these things that aren't showing results yet. Like I'll just focus on what I know will help me get to where I want to (laughs) go. Yeah. So for somebody who's starting out or is in that mess of I'm doing 16 things and not necessarily seeing fruition from any of them, what would be your suggestion or what are some of the things that you focused on when you were very first starting? Um, When I was first starting, 
um, the one of the most useful things to me was to narrow down where I actually wanted this business to go. Um, instead of just like finding whatever advice on the internet or of course what people try to sell you, right? Instead of just going off of, of those things and um, what other people were doing and how their path was going along, I thought about what I really wanted in the end. And then I just kind of had to work out how to make that possible. And one of the biggest things for me, of course, is just to spend time with my daughter, not to really be too hands-on all the time. Um, so I had to implement systems on how to automate things, how to do batch working, which is just like knocking things out all at once. Like today I recorded like five podcast episodes <laughs> in a few hours. Um, just taking care of things in, in short amounts of time and making sure that they're really things that are going to help your business with where you personally want to get to. Yeah, I think that that's fantastic because there is definitely a ton of noise, especially for any of us yeah. who are in business Facebook groups or following certain people. They're always like, oh, hey, I have this free webinar. And then you get on and you're like, I'm not doing any of this. Should I be doing some of this? And like you said, you get off on a bunny trail. And yeah. So many people are just, they're stuck in that forever going around trying to make something work and never seeing any mm -hmm. amount of it come to anything in their business. Yeah, so it's really hard, especially with like webinars. They tell you why you need this for your business, right? Yeah. But whether it's actually right for your business isn't necessarily something that they can determine for you. Of course, if they're selling you something, they're going to try to convince you that it's what you need, but it may not even fit with the type of business that you're running, especially as a mom who's working from home. You probably want to work on, on automating things and focusing, consolidating to just those few things that you know will really help your business. Yeah, absolutely. I am a huge believer in automation because I feel like the more work the computer can be doing while I'm doing something else, the better life will be for everyone. <laughs> yes. Although it does take some time to like implement those things and to test out the, the bugs in them. But once they're going, like they live for forever, right? Yeah. You never have to touch them again, or at least like not in the same way as you did before. Maybe like to fix things every so often, but it's just, it's so good. Automation is the best. <laughs> yes, and that's what I tell all my clients when I'm setting up their email marketing. I'm like, okay, yes. how can we make six months worth of sequences so that you can still nurture your clients? But, you know, if you want to go on a month vacation, do yeah. it. Yeah, it's like you're there for your audience, but you don't have to always be on or even like be presentable or anything like that. Yeah. Anything that takes recording, I just get it done in like one day a month. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I only have to dress up one day, put on my makeup. Exactly. <laughs> get my house perfectly lit because I'm sure there's a lot of people that I know video way overwhelms them. So yes. thinking about starting doing Facebook lives, just do a couple on QuickTime and put them into Facebook. And you know, nobody tells, nobody can really tell the difference between a live and somebody time. <laughs> yeah. Video is like one of the most intimidating things out there. Yeah, because people can actually see everything you're doing. Yeah. So not a big person 
like a stage performer. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. So this is why podcasts are amazing because nobody has to see you. <laughs> All they have to do is hear you. So if you have a big voice, start there. <laughs> okay, so awesome. How did you start to discover these productivity hacks? So what was some, one of the first things that you put in place as soon as you realized that, okay, I need to be more efficient in this space? I think one of the first things that I put into effect was just to stop working whenever I had time. I think as, as a, a moms know, you have like such little time that you're not like dealing with a child, right? And so I found myself like trying to work, quote unquote, even like when my daughter was nursing or um, when she was a little baby. So she was just like sleeping on the floor next to me. I would try to work. Okay. But I wasn't really working. I was like scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> trying. To, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I should share this post on my page. Maybe I'll like connect with this other mom who's dealing with this situation or see what's going on in this thread? How are these people responding? Like just stopping doing those things. Um, I really realized how unproductive they were. Like I literally spent hours scrolling through Facebook, telling myself that it was for my business, right? It's, it's much more of like a social personal type thing than it was for my business, even though it, it was with other moms who were growing their businesses um, and some of the, the issues that they were having, but it wasn't even an issue that I was facing at that time. It had nothing to do with what I was working on, right? It was just like, I just lost like two hours a day that I could have been working on something else. So I would say personally, and this is something that's hard for me still sometimes, is not trying to work whenever you have an open moment because in those times you're not going to be productive because there's something that's going to pop up in two seconds you know how kids are <laughs> um and it's probably not aligned with what goals you have going on for that day um that's the second thing that i did once i realized how much time i was wasting on like working but not really working on anything important um, I started developing some goals for each day, um, to really help me focus my time and my energy because I was so like burnt out from scrolling through social media. <laughs> um, I really just started to think about what things were like the most important to get done each day. And then just focusing on a few things instead of like writing a huge to-do list. I'm sure you have exactly that experience with the huge to-do lists that are like never ending. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, especially having three kids, it's like, just add, you keep adding people. I can't even imagine. <laughs> uh, so going back to that idea of having those couple of things that you do every single day, mm -hmm. are, do you have it down to a system now to where you have certain things that you do on certain days? Um, not two specifically so there are two ways to work um to work with it there are people who have to do very repetitive tasks every week so they have like one day is for social media one day of the week is for like customer service one day is to work on a new product those types of things 
I, the way that I run my business and batch work, um, I don't have to repeat the same things every week. Um, mostly I'm working on like pushing my business forward right now. So how I have it set up, I actually created a planner um, around this kind of idea because I was really struggling to find a system that worked for me that wasn't on the computer just because I get really pulled in. Like anytime I have a notification or I see anything pop up, I immediately like, not only do I want to click on it, but I start thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I, I wonder what this person posted in this group. Like it completely distracts me. So I have like a printable planner um, that I created and it helped me to like break down my longer term goals into like daily short term goals just to grow my business a little bit further along every day. So that's what I focus on mostly. And then I also do have like batching uh, lists to do every week and every month. Um, those are kind of just to like maintain the business or like maintain the status quo, right? <laughs> yeah. So like you schedule your Instagram in, for the whole month. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I keep the business running how it normally should be running. That's what I do. Um, that's what I have like weekly checklist, monthly checklist, because that's something that's really easy to forget about or to get way too caught up in. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it's never a medium, I feel like, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, there's Facebook and Twitter and all these different things that you're posting on, but I don't think people realize that, you know, you can pick a couple where your audience is and pretend like the rest of them don't exist because yeah. of every social media, there's more than 20. And yeah. It, it baffles me. People that have six or seven, I'm like, how do you keep up with that? <laughs> I'm tired just looking at it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, I actually wasn't on social media at all. I had, I left social media in like high school. I deleted my accounts. So when I started my business, I had to like learn everything. I never even touched Instagram before I had my business. So I was like so overwhelmed with everything. Um, and it really helped to just focus on like one or two things at a time. Yeah. Well, and there's so many good scheduling apps and things like that now. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. Easier, instead of having to post every day. For those people that do, I applaud you. <laughs> I can't make pretty pictures that often. Oh my gosh. I am like the worst. And it's funny because I really don't like being in pictures and my husband is a photographer. So that's the only reason I have any kind of like professionally pictures at all. It's just because my husband is there behind the camera making me feel comfortable enough <laughs> and it's free, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like I think I could, I can deal with this. Just make me feel good about myself. <laughs> I'd be like, honey, just, you know, I'll get dressed up a couple of days and some days you can pretend like you're doing it and then <laughs> really do it. And then we'll get some good ones in there somewhere that are candid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we batched a bunch. I did uh, three months worth in like two days. We did three months worth in just a couple of hours every day. It was really nice. So yeah. now I don't have to deal with that for like a long time. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it because I know everybody's always like, oh, I'm going to go get all these pictures done. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do that eventually. It's harder when you were the photographer. So I'm always yeah. like, I take pictures of myself. Yeah. Uh, I actually struggle a lot. Instagram is like one of the biggest things right now. 
And when I first started, this is one of the problems I had is that with social media, you always have to put something like new out. Whatever you did yesterday, it's not good anymore. It's not like automation, right? Yeah. You have to do something new every single day or at least every few days, right? And so I would literally would spend like a few hours trying to create something to post on Instagram. And it was like nerve wracking. Cause I'm like, everybody says that I need this for my business. I need to find something to post. And then like writing a good caption or all of that. It was just like, oh my gosh, huge headache. Um, and so that's one of the first things that I started batching actually was my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, grab a glass of wine or some coffee and sit down mm -hmm. and like write everything. I'm like, yeah. what does this picture remind me of? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Cause I was just like driving myself crazy, spending like two hours, just like freaking out about what I was going to post that day, not even working on my post or anything like that. Just like getting anxiety about it. Yeah. Well, and that's really good to know. So, uh, for batching for you, um, when you're doing that, do you just lay out everything for the whole month and say, okay, I'm batching Facebook this day and things like that. And then what are some really good systems that you use? So like, for example, I use later for my Instagram. Have you found one that really has worked um, well for you? Right now for Instagram, I'm using plan. Uh, but for social media overall, what I use, it's called smarter Q. And what I love about it is that it will just like recycle my posts for me. So I haven't even touched it. I actually need to go back and I need to like look at it again. <laughs> but I, um, once you set up posts once, it will create like a category. And so I can say what categories I want to post on each of my social media on certain days and times. And once it goes through all of the posts in that category, it just starts over. And you can even create like different text to go with it when it recycles it. Um, and it's a way of kind of like being on social media without actually having to be there all the time and worry about it. Yeah, that's really cool. And so I will put some of the links to the ones that we're mentioning in the show notes so that that way, if you don't have something that you're scheduling with, you have the option to do that because there is a lot of fantastic companies out there that you know, you could do all of your social media in one, you could do just Instagram, just pick a few that are good for your audience. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, find out where your audience is. If you don't know where your audience is, find a couple of people who are like within your audiences, like age group or their demographics and ask them like where they hang out online and just focus on those. Yeah. Like I have, I have a Twitter going on and it's, it's just automated through SmarterQ, but it's like that my audience is not on Twitter. <laughs> so yeah. I like never go on there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, moms, we just kind of migrate to Facebook because we can talk to each other and then we migrate to Instagram because we're like, hey, yeah. Yeah. Facebook was like a big addiction for me. I had to turn off, you know, the little like notifications, the red circles. Oh, yeah. I had to turn a lot of those off, especially on Facebook because I will spend like hours on Facebook. You're like, how did I get 75 of these in the last six oh minutes? Oh my gosh. And like, I will, I, I used to like turn on post notifications for things I was interested in. I would, oh my gosh. I like did all of the wrong things. <laughs> so I, would, I would open Facebook to like message somebody or um, to like search a specific group for something. 
and the notifications would just like take on this rabbit hole and it would be like two hours later before I like woke up and realized what was happening and what I had intended to do in the first place. Yeah, you're like, what happened? Yeah. Social media is really good at its job. Oh, yeah. You totally go into a social media coma. Okay. So, what kind of things can mompreneurs use to be more focused in the super crazy kid world? So, with all the notifications and with your kids screaming and, like you were saying, things pop up and usually it's your kid. How do you get, stay focused in those times that you have set aside? So in the times that I have set aside for my business, is that what you mean? Right? Yeah. Okay. So I personally, I do not work at all when my daughter is awake just because she is like insane right now. She has all this energy. She gets the energy from her father. I am not like how she is at all. So I'm like chasing this little girl who's like crazy, screaming, wanting to get into everything. Um, so I just, I, I just personally choose not to work. I know that some moms can easily do it because their kids will just like quietly play next to them. And that's awesome. Um, but I just can't do that. And so what I do when my daughter is like napping or after she goes to bed, the first thing, number one is to like put your phone on airplane mode and preferably like out of your line of sight. So you will not be checking it. Um, if you can turn off the notifications on your like desktop screen, I literally have two notifications here right now that something finished exporting and it keeps catching my eye. Um, so like turn off notifications. Don't like allow things to be there to distract you. Okay. One of the things uh, that I really love about psychology is there's this thing called the state of flow. And if you, uh, and anyone in the audience has ever played a sport, to the point where you just got like so into it that time kind of just like flew by, that's a state of flow. And you can get into that state even working on your business. You just get very like consumed with what you're doing. Um, it's a state where you're very productive. So you have to like turn off all those notifications, not be worrying about anything else, not be stressed. Um, and just have one or two things that you know you're going to work on for that day that are going to push your business further instead of having like a to-do list of 15 things or worse, starting to write out a to-do list when you sit down. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most stressful thing ever. Mm -hmm. um, but just have a few things that you know are going to help push your business forward and then just get consumed in them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing that my business coach said that I thought was very wise was it doesn't matter how much you're putting out each day, as long as you're putting something out there, it's going to build on itself, kind of like building a wall. Each brick yeah. makes the wall bigger. And so nobody's going to see your wall right at first. Mm -hmm. It's only going to be a couple layers of bricks. But as you keep working on it day after day and yeah. actually doing stuff that's beneficial, that people are going to be like, oh, hey, look, there's a wall. And they're going to know that you're there. Yeah. I think that's so important to remember that it doesn't have to be like you build that wall all in one day at one time. You can totally space it out over time. The important thing is that you're just working on that thing, right? If you're working on like multiple different areas, it's never going to build up to that level where it's visible. Yeah. Well, and I think 
when I first started, one of the struggles that I had, and that I know a few of my friends in the business world have had, is you want to do all the things. You want to be in all these different niches. And so you niche down and you're like, maybe I'm not doing enough. But that's really the whole point of having your own business. You really want to use these techniques that Kai is talking about so that you can be more productive, so you can have more time with your kids, so you can focus more on the freedom side of having your own business, yes. not being chained to your computer and having your fingers attached to your keyboard because you're just going to burn yourself out and you're going to be like, why don't I just get a nine to five at this point? Because you're going to be working way more than that. Yeah. Yeah, that's completely true. I, when I first started, I was working more than eight hours a day doing like nothing. <laughs> yeah. So if you could work that eight hours and be super productive from the very beginning, for those of you starting, you're going to be so much better off than those of us who had to figure it out as we went. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is playing the comparison game, right? Because you see somebody who's successful and you see them doing all of these things. And so you, you're like, okay, I need to do all of these things. This is what so-and-so is doing. But you, what you don't realize is that there's like a team behind this person. They're successful to the point that they don't need to do everything themselves anymore. They have like a team of maybe like five or 10 people creating all of that under their name. There's no possible way that that is a realistic expectation for you. And that's something that I personally did not accept at first. <laughs> You're like, I can do this. I can automate it all. <laughs> yeah, no, for me, I was always like a workaholic and I was very, uh, like focus on just like getting things done and powering through and that does not mesh with mom life at all. Yeah, for sure. They're like, hey mom, I need, I pooped or like my daughter today, I was on a consult call and <laughs> my daughter's in the background like wiping her butt because she didn't want to wait to get changed for two more minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good that people realize that this is how life really is. Yes. It's yeah, that's what... I love about seeing other moms who are just genuine in their, their businesses and, and how they're moving along is like, it's so relatable. You know, this is something that, that can happen to you if you keep working on your business, right? It's not like there's some magical far off place where they have like a nanny 24 seven or they send their kids somewhere else. Like it real people, real moms are doing this and they're making it work who have their kids at home. I can't believe that you take care of three kids. That's crazy to me. I just have one and she like is everywhere. <laughs> See, if you get to three, you just kind of learn as you go. It's just like business. I mean, I think I've learned more about business from being a mom than mm -hmm. I did in school when I was in business school. Just because, you know, you're managing other people, yes. you're feeding them, you're, you're managing a household and the finances. There's so many different skills that as a mom, you're like, oh, I already do this. Mm -hmm. How can I take something that I'm passionate about and put it to scale so that I can make money from home? Yeah, exactly. A lot of the times, like life is the best teacher, right? <laughs> yeah. And I you think kind of just got to throw yourself in and you'll learn. Yeah. You'll figure it out as you go. <laughs> you're going to make mistakes and you're going to have people that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you posted that. Or I can't believe mm -hmm. you did a video on that. But you're just going to learn from that. Yeah. 
if you sit back and do nothing, then, you know, in a year from now, you'll be wondering where you could have been if you just did a couple of things every day. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about having kids around is like, you see how resilient they are and how they do not give up. Even if you tell them no, they'll keep doing it because they, they're so passionate about something and they're so curious. Like my daughter today, she has like this little bucket and she, we have a lot of buckets and like baskets around the house and a lot of them are very stable, but this one was not, but she really, really wanted to keep standing on it. Even though I was like, this thing is going to break. It's dangerous. Yeah. It never broke, but she was like very insistent. Like, no, I need to do this. <laughs> I need so to I, prove it to myself, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I also love about staying home is like, you're able to help your kids learn to be independent. Like, as I went through uh, my psychology classes, I, I picked up on all these things that are so important for kids that for some reason aren't very important in like the childcare system that we have. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I really love about being home with my daughter. And it's something that, that when I have hard days with my business, it continues to push me forward is this ability to like give my daughter uh, her environment and know what's going on and know that I'm there to like help her. Like she's growing molars right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's like not having a good time at all. So every day at the end of the day is like a struggle for her, but I'm so grateful that I'm the one here to help her yeah. and to comfort her. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's so nice not having to take a sick day because your kids are sick. You can still take care of them and still get business stuff done, which is a really good thing. So going back to mentioning your psychology, mm -hmm. how are you using that background in your business now when you're working with people? So a lot of the times now, I think I've just gotten kind of like used to implementing these um, kind of like psychology tricks. But one of the, the most useful things is just to show moms that like they're not the only ones who are who are dealing with this thing, right? So um, like one of the things I just recorded for my podcast is an episode about Parkinson's law. And what that means is that however long you give yourself to complete a task, it's going to take up all of that time, mm -hmm. right? And, and of course, as moms, we like feel this struggle, right? But it happens to everyone. So part of it is like, it's not just you, everybody deals with this, right? But that you can use this to your advantage and you can learn how to implement things to, to work with your current situation. Yeah, for sure. You and Mike Michalowicz and Parkinson's Law. I love that. <laughs> I could talk about that all day long. Yeah, it's crazy. It's something that I never, um, I had never thought of before. And there are things that I, that I used to do even even though I know these things, there are still sometimes things that I do that are like, I look back on things I was doing a few months ago and I'm like, why was I even wasting my time on that? Mm -hmm. See, but at least you can step back and see that. A lot of times I feel like you can't see the forest through the trees and you're like, oh, all this stuff matters, but you're so worn out that. Yes. Like one of my, oh my gosh, one of the things that used to drive me crazy was um, the little, like having a, a clean inbox. Mm -hmm. And not just for like my business, like that's what I focus on, but like for everything I have like 
five email addresses. I'm sure. Do you collect email addresses too? Like um, over the years? Or have, do you just have like a few? Because I do email marketing. Mm-hmm. But um, I've tried the whole zero inbox thing. And I just, I feel like people are like, oh, hey, here's this person. Let's sell her email. <laughs> yeah. No, I had like, right now, I think technically I have like five email addresses that are all different that I've collected like over my span of my life for different things. And I would get like a hundred emails a day. And I would, I would be so like adamant. Okay. I need to keep this clear for my business, but it wasn't just my business email. So I don't know why I was so like set on that. And so I would like spend, I would give hours to myself to like clear out my inbox every day for like no reason. Right. So once I was able to like catch myself in this ridiculous thing that I was doing every day, um, I was able to spend that doing better things and I was able to get a workaround and I installed just like the Gmail app and I only put my business email in there. <laughs> so the little icon is only for business emails. And now I know, um, I just check it once a day. Honestly, I created a little while ago for the new year, I created like different folders in my phone. I don't know if you, have, do you have an iPhone or do you have like an Android? I have an Android. You have Android? Can you create folders in Android for like apps? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I did, I was, I don't know, I've never had an Android before. So what I did is I created a folder for like once a day. So I have like all my social media in there and my email in there. And only once a day will I open all of those things up and check them. And then other things I have like once a week and then like once a month. Cause otherwise I find these apps on my phone and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if I have any new email now and I'll just like check it or like, I wonder what's going on on Facebook now and I'll check there. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, there's so many statistics, like people will check their email statistically every 20 minutes and it's crazy. So like that Mm -hmm. time that you were mentioning at work, that's what a lot of people are doing. It's not just the meetings or, standing around the water cooler. It's, you know, having to restart yourself over and over again, which I think batching can be so beneficial, especially as a mom when you're already starting and stopping things 15 times. Yeah. Yeah. That's called, it's a um, context switching. Mm -hmm. It's like the amount of energy that your brain spends just to like focus on whatever it is that you look at as you're shifting. Yeah, for sure. Um, For anybody who's really interested in this topic, there's two authors that you can read. Mike Michalowicz talks a lot about this. And then there's a book called The Happiness Advantage that talks about this as well and how we switch back and forth so much that we're just completely drained. So you're not getting anything done and it's lacking on your productivity side. And it's so funny that you mentioned email because literally when I was working my corporate job, I always had my email tab open. And anytime that I finished something, I would go and refresh my email because I was in a position where they like always wanted to me to be, um, to like be able to respond right away to the clients that we had. And so I felt like this insane amount of pressure to always be like up to date and know the second that there was a problem. Like I felt like it was my responsibility to know right away and to respond right away. Yeah. Well, and I think people feel that way even when Chick-fil-A or Witch Witch emails a coupon. <laughs> it's 
not like you're leaving your house right now to go there. So it's okay to wait. Yeah. And like some of the notifications that you get on your phone for like these apps too, it's the same thing. Yeah. And I know that there's some apps, like if you haven't done it for a while, they're like, oh, hey, you haven't been here in a while. So Mm -hmm. even just trying to get that stuff off and kind of clearing everything out. Yeah, like I turned off a bunch of the banners, which is, that's exactly what that is. I turned off a bunch of the banners and um, the little badges. The badges are those red circles. I turned off those too. And then the home screen, not the home screen, the like, the lock screen Mm -hmm. where you have the notification center. I like cleared that out as much as possible because, and after I did this, like the next day, I found myself trying to check my phone so many times and I didn't even realize that I would do it that often. Yeah. But I'd be like, oh, there's nothing there. That's weird. Oh, yeah. I took all that off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like take a pack of rubber bands and every time you check your phone, put one on your wrist. Mm-hmm. How many you have? Yeah. I had no idea that I was doing it that often at all. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So this is all fantastic information on how to be more productive. Can you tell us a little bit more about your three-day challenge and what amazing benefits come from learning how to crush your goals? Yes. So I have a three day challenge. It is an email challenge. um, And it is kind of like how to help moms who only have a very short amount of time to spend on their business every day. It's how to help you kind of like figure out where it is that you want to go with your business and how to simplify that into what you do in your day to day. Um, not only on what tasks to do, but also to kind of like reignite that passion. I don't know if, if you have ever just felt like completely burnt out in what you were doing, even though you really loved it, it was just like really draining. Yeah, for sure. I feel like all of us have felt that at one time or another. Yeah. So in this, uh, email challenge that I have, it, it kind of helps you find your underlying reason why your business is so important for, uh, for you to get out into the world and to kind of like get to know who you're helping on a more personal level. So ideally it will like reignite the passion that you once had for your business when you very first started, because I know I definitely burned out really fast. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, with all those things that we were talking about, it's easy to burn out. So that's fantastic. And is there anything else that you want to add before we say goodbye to everybody? Um, not on my side. Just thank you so much for hosting me on here. And I know with mom life, it gets really <laughs> crazy a lot of the time. Um, but I'm just so glad that we could connect and uh, chat today. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I think it's been really great. And I think that you have some fantastic Um, advice on just how to be more productive and how to get things done and get things that actually matter completed. So I really appreciate you being on the show and giving us a little bit of insight into that. And then Kai's podcast and all of the ways that you can connect with her are going to be in the show notes as well as her three-day challenge. So definitely go check that out and let us know what happens after you do the three days. Let us know what's worked, what hasn't worked, Um, If there's anything that you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing and everybody has to know about this productivity hack, definitely put it in the comments here so that we can be looking at that and sharing that with more people 
so that, you know, as a whole, as a bunch of moms who are working, we can all be more productive together and raise each other up. So I really appreciate you being here and we will see everybody next time. To Brooke Bent, who is the author of If You Wake With The Stars. She has an amazing book that actually can help your kids get back to sleep. So if you are a tired mama like me and need some inspiration on how to get your littles to sleep, next week is going to be the place for you to be. So have a fantastic week and we will see you next Friday.